positive mental training, change of vocabulary. We want to change the things that we see. Change what you hear. When you change your mindset, everything changes. Welcome to Mindset for Student Athletes with Coach Joe. I am your host. People in the sports world know me as Coach Joe, attorney, entrepreneur, teacher, trainer, lifestyle coach, performance coach, and the dad of four girls. Yes, there's a special place in heaven for the father of four girls. <laughs> My kids even call me Coach Joe when we're training or on the field. Thank you so much for listening. I'm excited to provide some practical content related for my listeners. My true underlying goal is to get to the point, though. My goal here is to provide you with practical content, to provide you with exercises that can truly help you develop and control a strong and positive mindset. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram. It's at Coach Joe. You can email us, CoachJoeMindset at Gmail. And you can also check out our website www.pti.coach, where the body meets the mind. During our last podcast, we were talking about balance. Uh, we talked about seeking balance to calm your mind, making sure that your life had that balance, and understanding that balance is also a very important component of building physical skills and building mental skills. Today, I'm going to call uh, this podcast The Three-Headed Monster. I've talked about the three-headed monster a lot, and I talk about it in a lot of training, and I'll explain what the three-headed monster is. People laugh when I call it the three-headed monster. I came up with this many, many years ago, but I think you'll get the point when I start going through what it is. So the three-headed monster, in my opinion, is considered the key to being really successful on the field and what I think is going to bring you a championship, what I think is going to bring you to that best level that you want to be as an athlete. So the three-headed monster is the physical head of the monster, the mental head of the monster, and the IQ head of the monster. All three of those heads must be trained and developed. Most athletes, especially at a young age, merely train this physical head of the monster, and they think that that is what they're supposed to do, and they get strong and they get powerful. We all know this physical head is essentially drills, fundamentals, training, running, getting stronger, developing your craft to the best of your ability. You know, doing those skills on a daily basis, making sure that your habits are consistent, making sure that you're not practicing errors like we had talked about in our prior episode. There also is this mental head of the monster, right? So if you think about it, um, if I only train this physical head, you know, what's going to happen in between my ears? What's going to happen when I need that mental part? And if you really think about it, when was the last time as a student athlete, you trained the mental head of the monster? I ask my student athletes all the time, especially in classroom settings or when I go to colleges or high schools and I talk in a, in a big setting, I ask how many people have engaged in mental training or the mental head of the monster? Ironically, I continually see a very, very small percentage. And I think that's a part of people don't really understand it. Some people think they're training the mental side, but they don't really understand what the mental side is. I'll bet that as I sit here and I talk to you and you're listening to me, and as you're listening to what I'm talking about, you're probably saying to yourself, yeah, I don't really train that mental part. I go to my lessons and I do what I'm supposed to do, and I make sure that I run and I train and you know, I hit or I throw the cross ball against the wall and I lift, and that's that physical part. But really, what did I do to train my mind? 
And without training that mental head of the monster, you really, in my opinion, going into a game without all the necessary tools you need, right? We want to make sure that we have the tools, the necessary ingredients in order to succeed and prevail at the highest level. Then that last head of the monster is, in my opinion, I call the IQ head of the monster. It's, you know, IQ is called intellectual quotient, right? You heard of the Albert Einstein, you know, you had the high IQ. So you've heard that word in the, in the world. And the IQ head of the monster, in my opinion, is really how you understand the game, the skill. Are you absorbing the information? Are you present and absorbing or are you just present? This IQ head is learning and understanding and thinking the game through. So again, I ask you, I challenge you with this question. When was the last time you trained the IQ part of the game, right? Do you even know how to train that IQ part? So how do we train these three different heads of the monster? So you understand how to train this physical part. That's pretty easy. So I'm going to talk to you about how to train the mental part and the IQ part. So how do you train the mental part of the monster? Well, first, listen to the podcast. I'm going to provide you with information. I'm going to provide you with exercises. Um, I'm going to show you how to train that mental part. The mental part starts with that foundation we talked about in episode one, change your vocabulary, change what you see, change what you hear. Reframe the vocabulary that you use on a daily basis with the people that you interact with. Second, take notes absorb the information. You know, whether you're listening in a car, whether you're listening on your phone, whether you're in your room, you have notes, you have a notes section in your iPhone, take some notes, go back to those notes. If you have a journal, journal the information we're providing, journal some of the exercises and then go back and read them. Then the last thing you can do for training this mental head of the monster, implement the exercises that I provide you in your daily life. Create better habits for yourself. Start with small little habits, but create these habits and implement them in your daily life. This is a great start for you. will definitely help you develop a stronger mindset and the mental head of the monster. If you want quotes, follow us on Instagram. If you need reminders, go to www.pti.coach. I blog there. I write there. I have articles. If you want any other articles, you have specific questions, email us. If you want deliverables, send us some information. I used to provide a deliverable when I was coaching at the collegiate level every single game. It was a very quick deliverable that the team would read. It would probably be about five minutes of reading or less, and it would just frame their mindset in order to get ready to go into battle. Now, that last part of the monster is that IQ head. You know, How do we build the IQ head of the monster? Well, so let me give you some exercises. Let me, let me show you how to build an IQ. Some may be simple. First, watch the game you play by those who are more skilled and better than you. You can find them. It'll either be in a collegiate setting, it'll be in a professional setting, or maybe you're a 14-year-old and you're going to watch the 18U team, or you're a 12-year-old and you're going to watch the 14U team. So watch others play the game that you love at a more skilled level. Watch them. Watch how they move. Uh, Look at what they do. See the different ways that they interact with the game. That will train your mind. Next, ask questions of great coaches and mentors about your skill. 
seek the information from these coaches. I tell my my players all the time whenever I train them, you know, it's like when you're in science class and we talked about osmosis. I remember this in high school. You know, try to like squeeze the stuff out of my brain. Ask me questions. I can't really give it to you unless I know what it is that you're asking. So if you ask me some questions and especially you're trying to understand the interaction of how the game is played, you will learn, you will develop, and you will understand the little nuances of the game that are going to train that IQ part. Last, I'm going to explain an exercise that you can use to strengthen the IQ head of the monster. So I remember reading a book, The Talent Code, and Barry Zimmerman, a professor of psychology at the City University of New York, was fascinated by this kind of learning that goes on when people actually observe, judge, and strategize their own performance. So I'm very big in own performance. You'll look my quotes to thy own self be true. I have all these exercises, the mirror drill and stuff like that, which I put my players through. And those that are listening are definitely laughing right now. So they know exactly what I'm talking about. But Barry Zimmerman talked about this. He called it self-regulation. You know, how do we regulate ourselves? And this is how we train the IQ part. And it also is how we train the mental part. So let me give you a little story. You could choose any skill, but the skill that he chose was volleyball. So he gathered a range of expert volleyball players, club players, novice players, experts, all different types of volleyball players. Put them all in a room. He didn't know who was good, who was bad, who was at the best level. And he asked them a series of questions. And a series of questions he asked is really how did they approach their serve? He had like 12 different metrics that he was asking them. He wanted them to explain specifically how they would serve the ball. Where would it hold it in their hand? How would they throw it up? What kind of timing did they get? What were they thinking about? What were they looking at? What adaptation they were doing? How did they monitor themselves? So he took all this data and information and he put it into a little metric and he identified based on just the answers that were given of volleyball players that he did not know in the different levels that they were, he went and determined this particular volleyball player is an expert, this is a novice, and he wrote out down all the information. And when you looked at his information and you looked at the result, 90% of the variation in skill could be accounted for by the player's actual answers. When I read that, I thought it was fascinating. You'll, you'll hear Coach Joe a lot during these podcasts. I like to go through these exercises. I put my, my players through a lot of question and answers so that I can understand how you're thinking. And I think it really helps a mental training coach and Barry Zimmerman, a psychology professor at the City of New York, understanding self-regulation and own performance. So based on that self-regulation, based on the IQ understanding of how that player approached the game. And really, all the player was doing was writing down their approach. He did not even watch one player do a serve. He didn't see them. He asked questions. They wrote it down. And based upon the information, he was able to determine with a 90% accuracy rate who was more skilled than others. So I think that's fascinating, and I think that if you put yourself through this exercise, I mean, I do it with my players, but you can do this on your own, okay? Pick whatever sport that you have. Pick a particular thing. If you're a volleyball player, you can pick, um, you know, you're an outside hitter. You could, you know, be taking a shot. You could be a setter. And ask yourself a series of questions. Where are my feet supposed to be? What am I looking for? Where am I trying to get 
on the ball, if you're a softball player, a baseball player, you know, hockey, football, lacrosse, anything, pick a particular skill, then try to write down that skill, ask yourself some questions, write down that skill, and look at that self-regulation to determine how you can identify the skill. And then when you do it, when you write it down, now go do the skill. Okay? Try to understand what you wrote and then implement it into what you're doing. And as you go through that process, you will see that you wrote down something that may be a little bit inconsistent with what you performed, but then you go back to that particular writing, you could tweak it, make it better, and it's going to then help you with that particular skill. So this exercise is really not about taking grounders, hitting a ball, taking a lacrosse ball against the wall. This exercise is really about training your mental side and training your IQ side. So through practice and an IQ understanding, as a skilled player, you can develop something more important than that, that skill, just the skill. Okay, you can have a, a, a conceptual understanding that allows you to control and then adapt your performance, fix problems, and then customize the fixing of those problems based on what you wrote. So that's what we have for today. I hope you enjoyed the understanding of that. I hope that you actually do some of these exercises from the mental side and from the um, IQ side. And remember, train that three-headed monster. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Don't forget, email us at coachjoemindset at gmail and follow us on Instagram at coachjoem.